To celebrate Marketplace's 35th anniversary, we made some throwback thank you gifts you can get when you donate during this March fundraiser. We took our old .com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org slash give tech. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org slash give tech. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. In the influencer economy, building a following is just half the hustle. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. From being your own boss to doing work you actually like, the perks of influencer life have drawn in plenty of creators to an industry valued at $250 billion. Take Sid Raskind, whose goofy life hacks have earned him millions of followers on TikTok and Instagram. Here's something I wish I knew before I was in my 30s. Rocking a thick vegetable back and forth makes it easier to cut. Rock. But a following as large as Sid's doesn't guarantee you can make enough to quit your day job. Still, younger would-be creators should understand what it takes to make it, says Yanelli Espinal, host of the Marketplace podcast, Financially Inclined. If they're going to pursue it, if they're interested in it, they should be as informed as possible. We should simply be exposing them to this as a possible career path and explaining to them what are the advantages of this type of work? What are the disadvantages? What are some of the successful parts of this and, and the exciting parts? And what are some of the challenges and the drawbacks? And then letting them make the most informed choice that they can about whether this is something that they would like to do or not. And you had a chance to speak with content creator Sid Raskin. How does being a content creator look like for him? Yeah, well, he actually talks about using so many of the skills that he's been developing for many years, and he kind of calls it like a day-to-day -day grind. That, that's kind of what he mentioned when we spoke. My day-to-day -day is basically answering emails, recording videos, delivering assets. I go live once a week. I have a podcast. I'm working on another project, and I have a, a web series that I have to go and like produce for that. And he feels a lot of pressure to have as many opportunities to monetize as possible. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of work. How important is it to diversify like Raskind has done? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be really, really important because at the end of the day, the majority of the money that you can make as a social media influencer actually comes from sponsorships and partnerships and affiliate marketing and 
those types of things, which are extra. It's on top of what the platforms are offering. And so that's the part where the multiple income streams comes in. It's so key because you cannot just rely on money from TikTok or YouTube because it's just not enough. So you have to constantly be reaching a, a broad audience so that you can get the different types of sponsorships that are looking to reach people through different ads, through different brand deals, through different sponsored collaborative posts and things like that. Talk about the kind of content he creates. So I'll say Sid is, he's very lucky because he started creating some content just as for fun. Like as a joke, he would start to say silly things like, you know, I didn't know this until I was 30. And all of a sudden that, like that's so old. <laughs> yeah, as if it was like so old. But I think that on TikTok, it is considered to be old. <laughs> hey, hey, easy. <laughs> so it's funny because now I'm in my 30s and I see that like a lot of the younger TikTokers, like they'll be like, oh, you know, the older generation on TikTok, the one born in the 90s. And I'm like, what? No, if you're born in the 90s, you're old on TikTok. And, you know, it's funny because I think that that's the thing. It's like being in your 30s, a lot of younger students and teenagers and kids, they have this this idea in their head, this vision of being in my 30s. I am going to be so successful. I'm going to be I'm going to be married. I'm going to have a house. I mean, a lot of us, we have these ideas of our future lives. And for Sid, it was very much like, hey, let me show you how that might not be true, because I'm I didn't know this. I didn't know that I'm in my 30s. I didn't know this. And I think that was the piece of his content that was so relatable for so many people. And also a lot of younger people are curious, like, hey, what don't you know in your 30s? Maybe I don't already know it or maybe I should get to know that. So I think he got very lucky in his content. Not only is it funny and entertaining, but it's very relatable for so many people that feel like, hey, there's things out there that I was never taught. We'll be right back with more from Yaneli Espinal, host of the Marketplace podcast, Financially Inclined, on the unexpected expenses influencers have to plan for. You're listening to Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. We're back with Yaneli Espinal. This work has a lot of expenses that people might not think about. So walk us through some of those. Yes. So one of the funniest ones that came up when I spoke to Sid was taxes. He was like, I just didn't realize that they're going to come for a huge chunk of the money that you make in taxes and they don't take it when you're paid the money. They they charge you the taxes later. So as a creator and a lot of times for other gig economy workers or freelancers, this is the same thing where you are paid and it's on you. It is your responsibility to calculate and estimate how much you're going to be charged in taxes because this income is coming to you untaxed. And it's your job to set aside that money and have it when it's time to pay the taxes that you owe in the future. Um, and so if you go ahead and spend all of your income when the tax bill comes later and you're thinking, oh, man, I don't even know where that money went. <laughs> what? How am I going to pay this bill? So you have to really pay attention to the taxes and plan ahead for that. And then, of course, things that will make you feel secure and safe at home, right? Your health insurance and savings accounts that will allow you to take care of yourself in an emergency. You know, if something comes up and, hey, you have to pause your work for a week or, or a month to take care of an emergency with family, you got to be able to have something set aside in your savings. You can't just expect that, like, the money's just always going to keep on coming in. And so he talked a lot about how he saves for his future goals and specifically thinking about retirement investing so that he doesn't have to keep on working when he's in his 70s and 80s and he can just enjoy the fruits of his labor. Maybe the influencer economy will be long gone by then. Who knows? 
<laughs> Who knows? That's what's so fun about this conversation that you had, Yaneli, uh, that you don't really think of a social media influencer as thinking about his retirement savings. <laughs> It just feels very incongruous somehow. That's right. But I got to tell you, Sid, he was such an interesting one to, to speak to, an interesting creator, because he started doing this when he was a teenager and he's now in his 30s. So most people, they would have quit if they didn't make it on TikTok or, or YouTube or Instagram. But he just was so passionate about this. He loves doing this. Like he really loves making these videos and connecting with people and just having fun doing this as a job that he kept at it. I mean, his perseverance is top notch. And for me, that was one of the pieces that I got from him was like, wow, you're really devoted to this. So he's doing the work. He's going to make sure that he can succeed at this for as long as possible because he loves it. He has that passion for what he does. Yeah. Um, you asked him for some tips for people who do want to do this work. What did he have to say? Yeah. So the first one was just keep posting. Um, and then the second piece was he said, don't be afraid to juggle a few things. Maybe you have a part time job or a full time job and then you come home and also do social media on top of that. And then the third thing that he said was that you got to be realistic. You know, failure is going to come. That consistency of failure leads to two more people seeing it. And if two more people see it, and two more people see it, and two more people see it. And that is where the real audience growth comes from. It's okay if you're not an overnight success. But I think a lot of Sid's skills that he wasn't giving himself a lot of credit for was the soft skills that he has. And those are really the things that help you stand out. That was Yaneli Espinal, host of Financially Inclined. You can listen to Yanelli's entire conversation with influencer Sid Raskind on Financially Inclined. We've posted it to our website, marketplacetech.org. The Census Bureau keeps a list of the 22,000 plus industries in the U.S. It includes some pretty niche entries, including pickled onion manufacturing and canoe repair. Well, last month, the Washington Post pointed out that the list does not include social media. This despite the 50 million people that Goldman Sachs estimates work in the creator economy. Writers Drew Harwell and Taylor Lorenz call the omission an oversight that misses one of the most monumental changes to have swept the U.S. labor force in years. Jesus Alvarado produced this episode. I'm Lily Jamali, and that's Marketplace Tech. This is APM.